Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network and Omaha Audio. Look at this, I lost my voice. We're eight seconds in. I have no voice, Shaq. Here we are. Because you on said a it Thursday wrong. Thursday morning. You're supposed to go Omaha. Omaha. Oh, Omaha. I can't even get that out. Are you kidding me? Peyton oh, I think so I think you're all set now. Your your next career has now been uh, you just set it up for yourself. You do voiceovers for network program oh. um promos. Like that guy's like, I don't know where they come up. All the human beings in the world, they go out and they get somebody who's like on the next Chicago fire. Oh yeah, yeah. CSI. Like what the hell? What, what? Hey, clear your throat before you read the promo. It's the right? same guy. It's the same yeah. dude for like thirty-five years. But uh, I mean, Collinsworth called the whole game with no voice. So I think I can get through True. this. All right, uh, spaghetti, <laughs> meatballs, fiddling with the knobs. We got babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster, even more of a disaster with me involved. And my dear, dear pals, you heard him already. Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. I do want to point you to extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have the prop quiz contest. We have the pick'em contest. There's gold caps. There's $100 bills up for grabs. Lots going on. Oh, boy, Martin, I know you've been looking forward to this Thursday night affair for a while. Washington at Chicago. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Lots of Dan Snyder news. Real league terrorist, huh, Sheck? Um <laughs> He hired a private investigator to uh, dig up dirt on Roger Goodell, and he actually made a statement. They said he says they can't F with me. He told an associate the NFL is a mafia. Now, I have an issue with this. I don't know. Everything I watch on TV, you, you can't F with the mafia. He's saying they can't F with me and they're a mafia. It's not really how it goes, is it? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, right. That's uh, cannibal. Is he challenging? Is he challenging uh, mafia forces out there? That's how I, I would take it. I don't know. What I haven't heard so far is, and yes, Snyder is plainly a scumbag. Um, I don't think anybody's disputing that. Probably not even Dan Snyder. What I haven't heard mm-hmm. from anyone on the other side of things is like, oh, he's making up that he has dirt on us. Yeah, right. Oh, that's yeah, a good, yeah. That's yeah, a good yeah. point. Let, let, let's see it. Yeah, right. Yeah, not <laughs> Nobody's it. denying oh, the oh, they, they ain't asking like may or may not have. I haven't heard Rod or anyone else underneath him saying, uh, like, well, prove it then. Show us some of that dirt. <laughs> I like, have to say, oh, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, we figured. I, I, I'm not squeaky clean, but if someone said they had dirt on me, I'd freak out. And I wouldn't that's say, right. yeah, I wouldn't say bring right. it. Right? Of course not. Martin, yeah, that's you? my point. <laughs> Yeah. That's my boy, Nagori, to be like, oh, he, he does like uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe the commies are good for football. Let's just leave them. There. <laughs> I don't know. Martin, what would you do if someone said I have dirt on you? Would you be like, let's see it or uh, OK, let's work out a deal? No, so I have a <laughs> I have a box in my closet. It's ready to go. It's got a well, spare keys. I don't have the car anymore. So it's a spare keys. Don't my plan has needs to be adjusted now that I don't have a car anymore. But I have a box with my passport, a couple hundred dollars, uh, you know, the, the credit card I never used. It's just a one time swipe so I can get to the airport and get on and go. I'm out. I'm leaving. Like, oh, really? I, I, okay. I'm running, bro. I'm running. Like, I, I wouldn't like if I ever get down bad, like I'm gone. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm just going to go to a I thought that was going to be different. To I thought I thought you were going to say you have a, a, a box full of dirt on me and Sheck and what you're about to unload it. So, okay, that that's better. <laughs> you're just going to flee the country. That's I, I, felt I think you want to get to a place in life, though, right? I mean, that's why you want to you, you want to be an open book in life so that nobody does have dirt on you. Yeah. Uh, and you can say, like, go ahead, spill the beans, go right. whatever you got. But it's pretty clear that these men of great power, these b- billionaires across the board are probably, I think, legitimately, I bet you 20, 25 of those ownership groups are like, Let's not push this any further, Raj. This is yeah. not good for anyone. And by the way, same goes for what's going on with Gruden, what's going on with oh, the yeah. last, whatever, eight months or whatever with the, the Dolphins. Yes, mm-hmm. it all is the same reason we don't hear See. these things really. We, we don't reach satisfaction as, mm-hmm. a, as fans go. I think, like, you could have, like, it's either that's one way to look at it or, like, the NFL's the mafia, right? 
And so what Daniel Snyder's doing right now, I, I mean, mind you, I am knee deep in the Sopranos re- rewatch, but oh, like I yeah. can see Jerry Tony's Jerry Tony Soprano Jones sitting back smoking a cigar, like this guy's talking about our thing. Like, can you believe this guy's talking about our thing like this? And like those guys generally don't make it. They don't make it to the end of the season. In the that's Sopranos, what I'm saying. Like this right. feels that's like he's I'm setting saying. himself up. This is a, like he's Richie April. Like he's yo, you're going too far, bro. You're going a little too far. Yeah, he's Richie Rich April for sure. But um, I, uh, let me just say right now because I think this is a good tactic. I think we all agree, and I want to challenge the Manning brothers. They've not done anything but be nice to us, but we do have dirt on you. So if you're thinking about cutting our contract mm. short, um, you know, maybe think again, Peyton, Eli, Cooper, everybody. You know, not a threat, just uh, just putting it out there. Um, so I think tell Eddie right, you so love him. Know. Respond. Yeah, that's right. I, that's, that's all I want, man. I, that would make want. my football season if Eli responded to Eddie. How would um, what what has to happen? This guy's not going to sell the team. Does it have to get to a point where the fans, like in you know, like in soccer, just charge the field and just protest before the games? Like, I, I don't think I, I think this puts off any sale for the next. Uh, he's keeping it for as long as he wants, right? Well, what's interesting to me is is exactly that is you know how. I, and I guess the answer is very, but how profitable is it for you, Dan Snyder? You're a billionaire several times mm-hmm. over. Is it is it that important to you to have to have this team? I mean, I I, I make fun of it a lot, and and they deserve it. This is they had a PR firm study this and everything, a marketing department, and they yeah. came up with in the nation's capital commies. That's all you need to know about their decision-making ability. But why would Dan Snyder at this point, you are hated by people who present as bond level villains, these billionaires, you know, who, who probably are resentful at the play of, of the players that they have to give millions of dollars to and everything. And yet they don't like this guy. Why does he want to still be involved in, in, and in the well, crosshairs like this? Just sell the team the, and go He's away. got the power, right, Martin? He's got the power. He's got all the money. Right. He doesn't know what to do with. So now if he's got power over these guys who are, like you said, pretty much enemies, uh, stick with it. Yeah, it's pretty gross, the whole thing. Uh, not as gross as tonight. Washington at Chicago. We thought last week was <laughs> He's bad. really getting us now. I'll yeah, show no you, kidding. NFL. I'm going to make my team play on national TV. <laughs> oh, Amazon's going to suffer. <laughs> They're the most powerful country in the world. This is a pick em because the odds makers and Caesars just said, uh, we've had enough. You guys figure it out. And uh, 38 is the over-under. Now, let me just say, we're going to pick this game right now. I don't think... Either of the three of us should get particularly loud or agitated when delivering this pick because you don't really believe in whoever you're taking, right, Martin? These teams stink. This game stinks. So which which stink bomb are you going with? Yeah, I. Uh, you're right. You're already I too have, loud. You're already too loud. Too, <laughs> I have too no confident. strong opinion on this game. Uh, I feel like actually the strongest opinion on this game was delivered by Ron Rivera midweek, and it's a simple word: quarterback. Right, and if it, yeah. it, it, both sides could say it. Um, rookie head coaches don't win that what well. they don't really do well on Thursday night. Like I know it's kind of an anecdotal stat, but in a game like this, if you're gonna put your money on anything besides an anecdotal stat, like if you're really crunching the numbers and you're like, oh, Washington converts on 32 percent of third downs and Chicago converts mm-hmm. on 34 percent of third downs, so that I'm gonna go with high. the Bears. Uh, yeah. So I lean to the Commanders, which I've lean through the last three weeks and uh, that's worked out great for me so take that with a great salt i mean maybe it's as simple martin uh as well washington is part of the best division in all of football maybe sports the nfc east and that's why i'm taking them that, that's basically why i'm taking them shack which way are you going i mean sheesh uh yeah i mean i'm not enthused about either side of it <laughs> i'm gonna take the commies here i think that they a pure pedigree play, and that is relatively speaking. The commies are no great shakes, but they have more talent on that side than the Bears do. The Bears want to lose games. They've made that clear this mm-hmm. season. Um, they, and like Marty said, I think they would. Li- I think Rivera 
short term shot himself in the foot. If he wouldn't have said that about like quarterback, he probably could run out Sam Howell, if not to start this game, then by halftime, if things aren't going well. Now, though, he's been disloyal to a guy they brought in. That's bad for the long term in terms of personnel and free agency and bringing guys in there like, hey, this organization won't treat you right. Can Carson Wentz say so? I think they have to roll with Wentz. The good news is he's playing a tick better than Justin Fields is. So yeah, commies. I yeah, guess. and for those that don't know what uh, he walked it back, right? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, Rivera said well, he was asked what what the difference is between so, Washington, I, why they can't get going. Uh, what did he say? And well, he said the, 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 the premise of the right? the premise of the question was, you know, hey man, if you look around. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC. All the right. Cowboys mm-hmm. are, you know, have gone for what four and zero with Cooper Rush, and then and right. then look at the Giants; they're four and one. What's up with you? You know, and, what's the difference, yeah, right? Yeah, what's yeah. the difference mm-hmm. between you guys? And you said quarterback, and then and then went on to then say like, you know, well, you know, you know, Dallas lost their quarterback. He's oh, you know, they've had Cooper Rush in their system for a while, and it's like right, <laughs> it was you know, a like, rough. Like the Giants uh, are just in love with their quarterback situation, right? Like. Uh, <laughs> as much as I joke about them being the best uh, division in football because they do have three teams with, uh, um, you know, four wins or more. Right. So, but uh, yeah, that quarterback, that that's not where you start with that question for sure. I don't think. No. I, and I, I we, then we never have to speak of this game again, but it is interesting in, in my mind that if it were in DC, I would take the bears to win this game. I think I talk about it at home field disadvantage. I mean, there are going to be 23 people in the stands and they w- <laughs> in D.C., and they would be nothing but booing. It's better oh, yeah. for them to be away from the eye of the storm over there in the Midwest playing sure. uh, next to Lake Michigan <laughs> versus being at, at home, which would not be a friendly environment for the home team. Well, you so know, here's what's weird. That, that, the Bears were my pick for to have the worst record, and they scratched together a couple wins. I still think they're a flawed rebuild team. And they're 31st in the league in total offense. Believe it or not, commanders are like middle of the pack, like 16th, 17th. And I'm going with every, you know, Martin, 6-0. and Talk about Thursday night football. Carson Wentz, 6-0 and on Thursday night football with a chip wow. on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, if this was a Sunday game, I wouldn't touch it. But Wentz pulls it out 23-17. I think. You know what? I, Their I uniforms think. suck. That commanders on the top of the, 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 the everything about this team sucks. Dave, he said not to get loud about this yeah. game, so I stop, it, that, stop I, it, stop it, stop it. Uniforms is a different subject. Yes, yeah. go ahead. The real ahead. play for our, that I think my official play tonight is going to be Carson wants to throw an interception. Maybe Justin oh. Fields and Carson wants to throw an interception. That's how he reacts That's to. Yeah, I you think know, we got just doesn't throw enough passes. He doesn't. I don't think he's thrown twenty two passes this year. That's the one thing about the interception. I was look because I was looking at the interception thing too. I just, I just think we got to think a little deeper when we come into these games of like this Colts versus the Broncos. Like no touchdown yeah. scored was like fourteen to one. You know, like that should have been one that right. was kind of like in retrospect, like, who's going to score here, right? I mean, I well, it, listen. Yeah. Yeah, the unders twenty one and eight, and the Bears last twenty nine home games. That sure, that's a fun way to root for a terrible game. Maybe no scoring, right? You Just, feel uh, me? Leave it up to the kickers, right there. Could be the under. Would they have that thirty eight? Yeah. Here's here's the thing that makes it even worse. Speaking of uniforms, did you see what the Bears are wearing? They're wearing their orange hats, which is just, <laughs> oh, I, I did mean, see against, that. Yeah. against the maroon of of the commies. I mean, it's mm-hmm. unwatchable, literally, on every level, and yet what is fascinating and the leverage with oh dan snyder versus the other billionaire guys who he has dirt on and we Uh kind of believe that he probably does have dirt on at least some of those guys no matter we're all gonna watch this game that's the thing right isn't that ultimately the leverage that goodell and the league and everybody else would you randomly watch an nhl game that you have zero rooting interest baseball basketball or NFL football. I think we all I know think, the answer to that one. I think that's a good point. And maybe like a Fox, they're doing this, Shaq. Maybe the NFL puts a stink bomb up there every, you know, two two times a year, three times a year, Washington and Chicago. You know, before the year, this wasn't going to be a great matchup either. So you can't say, well, it's, you know, who knew that they were going to play so poorly? Maybe they say, hey, let's, let's insert our dominance over baseball, Major League Baseball playoffs. Now, it doesn't really matter because the Yankees were rained out, so we're not going to get that head-to-head. But this is just once in a while to show who's boss 
And you might be right. Let's make it mm-hmm. a, an unpleasant matchup team team wise. Let's make it unpleasant on every front uniform matchup wise. Maybe maybe that's what they're doing. Is this a test game? I love that. I love that theory. Like, oh, yeah, Yankees, the most popular brand in in sports history. Yeah. Can't compete with the commies v. the Bears in their hideous orange hats. You're still watching it. Wentz v. Fields. You're still watching us over the Yanks. Yeah, Goodell's probably angry. That's it. Yeah, Martin, he got way too loud. I mean, I I, I don't know. I I put the disclaimer in the front, but everybody, uh, literally right. everyone driving their car just now had to reach out and press <laughs> volume down at least three notches. Yeah. All right. Luckily, the gas prices are high and everyone's walking to work. But uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so we all have Washington. Uh, wherever you do your action, play it on Caesars. Let me tell you a little about Caesars. All right. Listen, whatever you're betting, teasers over under, do it through Caesars because they have all the names. Caesar himself, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now yours truly. Yes. Against All Odds is now a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars. Up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code CZRFULL, and go full Caesars This season, oh, you must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247-Tennessee. Call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll go over the rest of the uh, NFL slate. We're going to do college football, baseball. Sheck, it really is the best time of the year, but everyone's going to have to wait for our analysis after this break. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Bills and Chiefs. This is the best game on the board. Maybe best game of the year. Hopefully it lives up to the hype. Bills favored two and a half, 54 at Kansas City. This is the first time Patrick Mahomes is an underdog in 41 game 41 home games um and i think listen i think the bills are unquestionably in my mind the best team in the nfl and yet i keep picking against them i don't know why maybe it's because mahomes is 7-0-1 against the spread as an underdog maybe it's because casey is 6-2 against the number in the last eight home games i know they didn't cover last week chiefs are doing it they're middle of the pack 
in terms of rushing yards. That's what they kind of had to do, right? You didn't have Tyree Kill in the 80-yard bomb, so they had established a running game. It's not top five, but they have like 121 yards a game. It's working. Second highest scoring average. Obviously, the Bills are the first. I know Josh Allen, the Bills have a score to settle, but I think it's a last team with the ball win situation. Check in two and a half. While it doesn't seem to matter with weird stuff going on with two-point conversions and decisions at the end of every game, 29-28 sounds like it could be a final. I'm taking the points. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Bills. I there does feel like legitimately a desire a, a greater desire on the Buffalo side of things to make a point to themselves and the football and otherwise and mm-hmm. uh practically speaking they've gone through Arrowhead that didn't work out so they understand that it that this head to head could determine ultimately where that playoff game is going to be played we're assuming that these are the two best teams. And the Chiefs, I know they're four and one, and I know I'm the big skeptic about this team. And Jeff Schwartz will text me about it and say, like, you're, dude, you're crazy getting down on the Chiefs. But they would have lost to the Raiders. I stand by that. Um, were it not for a call or two here and the weird collision with Devontae Adams and Renfro. Um, I I'm buying that the Bills want this one more, and that's the difference in a in a tight ball game. Give me by the way, you you say you're taking Buffalo. You say that's a weird collision at the end of the game. I bet Devontae Adams was ca- counting on that being the weirdest collision of the night for him. <laughs> and, yet, and then it happened 20 minutes later. Now they press charges against him for assault, which I think is a. Uh, what do you think silly. about that? You're wait, put Listen, you're you're forget about the prognostication right now. Do the legal stuff for us there. I Sal. don't think the. Yeah, intent so with the law is, uh, 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 yeah, I forgot about all this. Uh, let's see. Intent and uh, assault. Uh, I don't know that it satisfies all the elements. Elements of assault from that one angle, you can't say that intent is 100% guaranteed there. I know, like, what do you mean once, intent? Well, it was like, like he, uh, he scoped him out, he saw him, and he shoved him, right? I think it was so bang, bang. If you look at that one POV angle, he's kind of looking down, he looks up, he doesn't know if this is a cameraman or a, a fan or what in the way, and then he uh, kind of reacts to it. I don't know. Maybe I'm right. Uh, Martin, is that how you saw it? I think it's um, I don't think this guy should get like three hundred thousand dollars. I heard you on Lemon Pepper Parlay. And I think your uh, overall reaction is, hey, hey, guys, get out of the way. Right. Well, it's just the reporting around this scenario. First of all, I agree with you. If you look at it from the other angle, Devontae Adams, the guy kind of does jump into his line of walking. Right. And Mm -hmm. then Devontae Adams removes him from that line of walking pretty quickly. But. The reporting around it was they were so intent to say that this guy was a credentialed worker, like a CW credentialed worker, capital C, capital W. And Mm. as somebody who's been a credentialed worker at different sporting events, I've been on the sidelines and stuff like that. And just generally, my job has been in part to produce other people doing their job, right? Like to make and these people who they are the show, yeah. like Devontae Adams is one of the show. Get the hell out of the way. Like, what are you doing where you're in Devontae Adams' way? Because, like, like, should he have shoved him? No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But the guy was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and that was on him because you got a right. job to do, and wherever it is, it's not right in front of Devontae Adams in that moment. Also, what kind of picture was he looking to get? Because he met him really basically at the point of impact. Like, you got to get up his nostrils, really, from, from a foot and a half away on the side. That's not as good a picture. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, I, the, the other thing, I don't know if you saw what Derek Carr said about it. He's like, I'm, I'm pro-police, and if they decided to charge him, then that's, hmm. I, I can't stand in the way of that. <laughs> what? I mean, he did, say, did he say it like yeah, that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure he did. Unless I saw it. I mean, you know, there's so many people post on social media, fake stuff. Maybe I'm getting duped here, but I'm pretty sure he did say that. And if he did, I mean, they're old pals. That was the why they got together in in Vegas and everything else. I don't maybe not. Maybe he didn't say it. And I just like I say, I'm a sucker. But uh, if he did say that, I can see I can see Devontae being like, I get it. But but come on. What what gives? (laughs) What are you doing, man? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think there's a pro anti police anything, right? I don't even think it's a discussion. There's so much footage of it, so the policy dictates you have to either charge or don't, right? At this point, so I don't think it's a cop thing. Martin, give us your pick on this. You're going Bills, I could tell. Hell no. Nah. Ooh, I can get Pat. I'm getting look like just off of principle. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog, 
you said it a minute ago. He's been a he's been a favorite in like some forty straight games. Like that's three years. Like I'm gonna go. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes as a dog while I can. Um, and like I, I, it's one of those kings stay kings. I, I like the Chiefs as you mentioned it earlier. Their ability to run the ball effectively. Uh, I think that's ultimately going to be the difference in a game where both teams are going to be trying to limit big plays. Like who's going to be able right. to maintain, you know, keep the line moving long enough to where, you know, eat up enough of the clock. And then the only thing that really concerns me, well, besides the fact that Buffalo is has a, this incredible passing attack, is is the kicking situation with Kansas City. Like if Harrison Bucker was healthy, I'd I'd, I'd love it. Yeah, I hope it's uh, – did I get it wrong? I'm looking it up now. Is it 41 games at home or 41 overall that he's been an underdog? 41 in a row. Uh, Off the top of my head, I can't tell you the last time that he's been an underdog. Just in general, it's just 41? Just in general. All right. Either way. All right, listen. Let, but it's, but I know it, 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 it's something insane. Can we move but, this to tonight? Who's going to complain <laughs> if we move this to tonight? It's not a night game, so I think CBS – I think CBS, from what I remember, traded – had the option of taking this or uh, what was the one a couple weeks ago? Chiefs, Bucks, and they took this. And I don't know. I don't know if it was a good decision, but uh, but both should, should have been good games on paper. I'll, anyway. I'll say this. Yeah. I'll say the one practical thing that Marty just hit on there is that Josh Allen has been striking deep with a fair yeah. amount of regularity. And the Chiefs have gotten got repeatedly over the top. Maybe Trent McDuffie makes a difference. The rookie, I assume he's going to be out there for this one. And so it does matter who wears the uniform in the Chiefs secondary. Yeah. But still, that, that should be an area of concern. How many times have you watched teams get them over the top in Arrowhead? I'm, I might do that dumb thing where I, because I could, Martin, could you see it being like, oh, Bills destroy them or the Chiefs win? So I might go Bills minus nine and a half plus 235. And then take the Chiefs plus the points, too. I, I, I don't I know. Think it, that, it could get out of hand. No, I hope it does. At any point with the Buffalo Bills, a game could get out of hand. Do you see? I mean, just ask yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers. As soon as they walked into the stadium, the game got out of hand. It's not it, true. Like, they got to third down before that Gabriel Davis pass. Right, Check. It was looking good. <laughs> they exactly actually right. put pressure exactly on Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> By the way, the, uh, I, the evil that is the teaser – uh, yeah. that Sal taught me about a quarter century ago now. The two <laughs> premier games of this weekend, I, they present to me as being a, as being a, a good candidate. Be, uh, you, you take the Chiefs to plus, uh, you, if you buy six points uh, yep. in both situations, and you make the Chiefs plus eight and a half at home. Mm. And then, you know, you know, I guess you can go either way with the Eagles or Cowboys because you can take it right down to a pick them or you can make it uh, plus 12. Well, either don't go either way because if you take, go pick them, you're going to lose with the Eagles. Let, let's get to that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> full right. It's a good one, right? I'm very full of myself. So this is what you would think Buffalo KC would be Sunday night, but it's Philly Dallas. By the way, check the biggest primetime rivalry in terms of number of, of games, uh, matchup, biggest primetime rivalry since the merger, 29 times. Hmm. Doesn't that surprise you? I would have thought it was Dallas Giants because they shoved that down your throat for a decade. Um, that was the opening Sunday night game or some right. kind of night game in there. This must have happened a lot in the Harold Carmichael, Wilbert Montgomery days for Monday night. They must have met a lot. But, yeah, 29 times, biggest rivalry. Boy, that is surprising. It seems like it just feels like off the top of my head the Eagles haven't had that many relevant right. teams compared to the Giants. But I guess they're, you know, hit and miss over the decades as well. But, yeah, that yeah. is surprising. I feel like well, they always yeah. start the game, like, the season out, like, week around this time, right around when things are getting settled in with a nice Cowboys-Eagles mm-hmm. game on Monday Night Football, like, I remember. Maybe. I remember watching this one with you last year. You were thinking that, or two years ago rather, when they were like, "Man, are they good? Are they good? Are they good?" And uh, right, that was a up. Thursday, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'll have to look into it. I bet it was the merger was what nineteen seventy. I bet a lot of it was in the uh, first two. Decades. I'd love to see that full list. I'd like to see like the top ten of that and see if I could guess at those. You know, I wish you hadn't revealed that one. We could. Just, oh, uh, they flashed it. Uh, they flashed it quickly on um, on uh, ESPN yesterday. I know Giants Cowboys. So this is twenty nine times Giants Cowboys was twenty seven. There's a few twenty sevens in there. Yeah, I, I'll you know what I'll get a hold of that list and we'll. Uh, because we'll you know it would have to be Cowboys, Raiders, Steelers, probably the Niners, mm-hmm. and the Packers. Pro- but yeah, that's uh, would would be involved in those. But uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. 
Chiefs probably Chiefs, Chiefs over the last few years, I would say. But yeah, that's a, it's not a uh, it's not a, Bills. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It has to be who who really has lasted the the Niners. The, the Niners have been oh, the relevant Niners, yeah. for for forty something years at this point. Right. Without so Niners Rams. Beat, pretty much. It, what would that be? The Niners Rams would be that matchup. I mean, their biggest yeah primetime right, rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that makes some sense. Wow, the, yeah, the Niners would have to be in there somewhere. Yeah, uh-huh. but they, they who's their natural rival that has transcended a decade or whatever, not the Seahawks, could, obviously. Spaghetti or meatballs, if you could pull that up in the next 40 minutes, would, that'd be fun to look at. But uh, all right, I, I don't know why this is six, though. Uh, now I'm getting full of myself here with this Cowboys team. Martin, the way I understand it is you have to score points to cover a spread. So if you make if you if the spread is six to cover, you have to score at least seven. Is that right, or did that change? That's about no, isn't that how it is. I think you're onto something there. Okay, all right. Look, this could be the one where Cooper Rush does uh, all the things we praise him for not doing. Coughs up the ball in a sack. He throws in double coverage, etc. But I'm trusting the Cowboys' defense to keep it close. They've won six straight road games. They're ten and one against spread in their last eleven. Uh, and Jerry Jones is eighty today. How about that? He's 80, Sheck. <laughs> that Happy has to birthday. factor into the line. If he was 77, I think the line would be lower. No. No uh, dirt. The most important thing for Jared, no dirt on that guy. Nothing on that guy. Yeah. No. Hey. Uh, it is interesting, though, because, okay, so when did they lose? When their Super Bowl last? 95? So, Sheck, he was we our even age. Alive. We weren't even alive when it No, happened. but what's crazy. interesting is he was, a, he was about our age when that happened. And he must have thought to himself, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was 27 years ago. So he was 53. He must have thought to himself, like, oh, I'll, I'll be back. How many times? Half dozen times? Like, good Lord. We're in the trouble. Marino of owners, except that he yeah. actually won a Lombardi. But yeah, basically yeah. the same effect. All right, Shaq. Well, if you like Dallas plus 12 and a half, or 12 on a teaser, maybe you like him plus six. I do like the Cowboys. I'm threading the needle here. I lean towards uh, on the money line towards the Eagles at home. It's a big time atmosphere, but man, that defense travels. They are dominating teams. Uh-huh. You know, it's a it, the game in L.A. last week against the Rams didn't go that different than I anticipated. I thought the Rams defense would perform, and it did. The problem was that then the special teams for the Cowboys rose up as well. Man. Micah Parsons is, you know, he, uh, talk about the Jenga piece, uh, you know, the guy who makes the whole thing straw, straw that stirs the drink and everything else. Is there mm-hmm. anyone more relevant non-QB to his team's success right now than Micah Parsons is to the Dallas Cowboys? The right. spoiler alert answer is no, there isn't any. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm glad the answer is no. Uh, Martin, I'll say this about the Eagles. They score early. Um, you know, you look up on red zone, Jalen Hurts has a three yard touchdown run, maybe two by the time the second quarter, that's how they've been doing it against these teams. Um, so it's a different game of Cooper, uh, Cooper rush, Cooper cup, Cooper rush is asked to play comeback right down 10 in the second quarter, but I still like the points. What do you think? And I ultimately do think that Cooper rush is going to have to be, is going to have to play comeback. Like if you look at oh. the, like the, some of the, the scoring stats for the Eagles, they're a big first half scoring team, especially in yep. the second quarter. Cooper rush has not had to play from behind at all. And, you know, we saw, I mean, if you look at the worst offenses in, in terms of scoring, the Cowboys are right there, like with the Panthers, with the Rams, um, with uh, now I can't remember the other two, but those are the Broncos. But they're right there, the teams that they're just not scoring a lot of points, even though they're winning a lot of games. Um, and I think I know I said it last week is going to come to fruition, and it's gonna, finally going to come. And Cooper Rush's you know glass slipper will finally break. But mm. uh, if especially if the Eagles' offensive line is healthy, Michael Parsons coming off a groin, but he was coming in just being on third down, being effective. And Dave, I think you're wrong about non QB. I think he's more important to his team than some quarterbacks are to their teams. Like, oh wow, like, hmm. I really do. I really, I, I don't. There's no way they're doing what they're doing without him. Um, and I think he's he's transcended quarterback for some, like some guys. Obviously, not the other top end guys, but for some of them. So if he can't go, if he's limited, that makes me think like cow. I'm way out on the Cowboys, but like I said, he was had a hurt groin and came in on third down and still was wreaking havoc. Right. So this yeah, gives me flu, a lot of cause for yeah, concern. He's, he's a he's a Sal? superhero. Yeah, 
I hold the, I'm taking the points. Yeah, okay. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the plus six here. Uh, Here's I, the thing. I do, we I had acknowledge a- that it could get ugly early, and then uh, and that'll suck uh, for Sunday night <laughs> viewing. Go ahead. But then it'll then it'll make clear. That's what I'm getting at with the discussion we had earlier this week yeah. and last week about the glass slipper and everything uh-huh. else. If you have a nice definitive break from Cooper Rush, like, oh, we'll see that. Let's see. Now, there's nothing to say that uh-huh. would defend keeping this guy in there. Then maybe you'll feel good about it. I think we, as I thought back about it after we had the discussion the other day, I think that some of it, including me, is that Dak and that offense really looked bad against the Bucks in week one. And so I think uh-huh. that's lingering in our brains. Like, boy, Dak and that, they, they didn't do anything, but now they haven't lost since he went out. But when yeah. you think about, the, the not small addition of Michael Gallup back in there and Tony Pollard getting up to speed and everything else. All of a sudden, the Cowboys with Dak seem real scary. Maybe the team you, in the NFC, right? What do you think of what he did? Uh, you know, he was asked about his arm strength and everything. He's trying to fight through this thumb injury, and he practiced well yesterday. And they asked him about his arm. How do you feel? How's your arm strength? It's like, go ask the receivers. <laughs> That's putting them on the spot. CD Lamb's like, yeah, yeah, it's there. Oh, yeah, man, he's zipping it. Yeah, what? Like, what are you gonna say? Can you say? Can you tell a chef friend of yours that his, um, that his, uh, you know, his gnocchi isn't up to par if he feeds you right there? I don't, I don't know. Now that's I'm like sure. that's one. Of, that's like one of Kimmel's pizzas versus one of Kimmel's fancy pizza making friends. Like, right? J- you know, like what he's trying to do is put the stink on Cooper Rush. He's like, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, what's it, uh, Bianco, uh, Chris Bianco is like, sure. like, yeah, yeah, taste my pizza. Let me know what you think. Like, you can taste Jimmy's too if you want. So you'll see which one's better. <laughs> At least he's, try- he's, he's trying to make the point. Like, yeah, it's good, but come on, come on. Yeah. Dak Prescott. Right, right. Well, it right? works, Martin, unless it's unless it doesn't work. <laughs> unless the arm strength isn't there, but no one seems worried. Uh, I mean, he good. came out throwing passes left-handed yesterday. Uh, yeah. It seems to be a pretty clear indication. That would concern he, me. That would concern me that, <laughs> that he doesn't have it in the right arm. But right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay eight over Pittsburgh. It's in Heinz Accusure. What is it? What do we call in this place? Um, Accusure. 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 44 and a half is the over under. I'm doing it again. I mean, I'm picking the Steelers. I don't know why. Every week. And they're they're not good. They're one, three and one against the spread. Uh, Tampa, not much better. Two and three. Three and six against the spread Bucks are on the road last year. Kenny Pickett averaging a low A-minus grade from Sheck over the last two weeks. Uh, no yet to throw a touchdown pass, but I, I still like them. And I know Tampa could explode one of these weeks. for, But as of now, they can't put games away. They were lucky to get by Atlanta. That was Martin's pup pick. Um, they're very middle of the pack, Tampa, in terms of yards per game. So I think eight is too rich a number to lay on the road. They take care of business. They won 23-17, but I'm taking the points. Shaq, it's all you. Man, oh, man. I I really want to take the Steelers plus eight, Uh, not to win the game outright. But they're just – they're just ruined on defense. They just they have literally six guys that started in week one that are are no longer available to them. It's just they Tom Brady and, and also as I as I talk about all the time Stockholm syndrome. It's hard for me to pick against Tom Brady as a as a Steelers fan in the 21st century. But you know. There's no pass rush. How are you going to get the Tom Brady? How are you going to stop a Tom Brady offense if you're not if you're not heating them up? I don't. There, mm. There's no evidence that the Steelers have the ability to do that. So long as T.J. Watts out, want to make it even worse. Half their secondaries out. I I, I want to take the Steelers here. And the the one stat that Marty and a lot of people are throwing out, or Sal, you threw it out there too, is like hasn't thrown a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you know, in 90 minutes he did score a couple of touchdowns i does it hooker by i'm crook saying for an a minus for an a minus to not have a touchdown pass and an a minus now getting eight points and you're not even gonna bet him my goodness Jeff. i don't hang it on him though i hang it on the <laughs> pass catchers i hang it on Matt right. canada i don't i just you're asking me specifically what i think of the kids performance i'm grading him on a curve as a rookie i don't think okay i think he's been i think he's presented himself to be pretty good and all that intangible talk you do have to like von miller and stefan diggs Saying like, mm-hmm. hey, I like this guy. This guy scrapped the, the, the fight in him and all of that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Hey, what would you expect? Thirty-one-year-old rookie. He's, uh, he's he's saying the right things at least. 
big fight. Martin, what you you got to break the tie here, Martin. It sounds like Shaq's taking the favorite bucks. I'm taking, I'm taking the Steelers. The yeah, yeah, yeah not, not money. Though. I, it's it's the same thing. The same reason I picked the Giants last week against the Packers. So I don't think the Bucks deserve to be laying that many points. Uh, even as bad as the Steelers were last week, uh, you know, I still think that Trubisky. I mean, Trubisky Pickett over Trubisky is night and day comparison. So I, I'm going to go ahead with. If anything, the Steelers aren't going to come out and get beaten by 30 again, and then the total with third with the mm-hmm. totals like 40, 41, eight point spread. I'm going to go ahead and take close my nose and just. Take the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> is it night and day this comparison, or is it uh, dusk and noon? I don't know what you're. Lo- I really don't <laughs> understand your ongoing cynicism about this. It's plain if you watch them. I don't expect anybody like to, 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 to torture. If you're not a Steelers fan, why would you torture yourself with all, all the right. other options you have on on Pro Football Sunday? But if you watch the games, he he's good. They're dropping passes on him. The play designs are just absolute dreck um not giving him a shot but he for what it matters it, it looks pretty good i said um you gotta i think what, what the line is fired. he's a live arm yeah. yeah, talk about, but I, I will say this, talk about home field disadvantage. If if you're wrong and it gets to be like a three touchdown deficit, it's going to get ugly in that state. Yeah, and nobody so wants to see the Tom Brady birds coming are going to go wild. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Green Bay, let's move on. Green Bay, seven point favorite over the Jets. 45 and a half is the over on. There's a weird game because they're, you know, off of London off the London game, you have the option to take a bye, but I guess because it's so early in the year, the Giants and Packers elected to pass on the bye and take their week off later in the season. Packers draw the Jets, which before the year started, looked to be as good as it gets after a London game, right? And now the Jets have three wins and momentum. Rodgers didn't practice Wednesday. He says he's fine. The offense is struggling to move the ball when he's healthy, and yet I'm still taking the Packers in this big number, despite um, – Last week's meltdown. They're nine and three against the spread in the last twelve in October. The defense played well against the Giants in the first half. They just have to keep up that intensity, and the Packers have to get back to playing Packer football with the short passes and you know dominating these Jets who are not as uh, not as uh, aggressive defensively. I think they've allowed fifty percent on third down, and uh, I think it'll be even higher at Lambeau. Uh, Thirty to nineteen. I'm taking the Packers, Martin. What do you like? Yeah, I'm going to take the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson has looked really good since he's come back. I really like what you see out of Brees Hall, uh, especially last week. He was running real hard. And then I think that Green Bay after last week, flying back from London, you know, I, I think teams that come back from London are kind of they're, – they're, they don't necessarily perform as well, especially you know, like with a big old spread like this. There's some trend that says like I think London uh-huh. – Teams that come back from London who don't take a bye or end up tied or trailing in the fourth quarter of the following game, whether regardless of outcome. So they might win. But if you're giving me, you know, it's about right. a touchdown. So I'm figuring. It's a good stat. You know, that's, you know, I figure about a touchdown, they should be able to keep it close. And I'm probably going to look towards like the Jets' points as well. Um, I think this offense, they're kind of, they're still st- like, Putting the point spread at books like this offense is like the Broncos are from earlier this season and it's not anymore with Gary Wilson and Zach. You're Wilson. saying Jets point total points? Yeah, I think the the, like Jet, the Jets are moving around. Nine, it'd be about nineteen, I think. Yeah, I think that yeah. I see the Jets scoring. I mean, what did the, the Giants scored what uh, three touchdowns in the second half against the Packers last right. week? So I I think the Jets can get to three touchdowns. All right. Uh, Shaq, I don't know. I'm just sitting there for I, – I guess I should have the same logic with the Tampa Bay, and they're just going to explode one week. But I figure Jets will regress and Packers will play Packers football, but maybe not – this isn't the week. What do you think? Let me tell you something. I'm making a change right here. Oh I was all Uh-oh. set to roll with the Packers and everything else, but Marty has talked me into these Jets. Well, and, Martin, listen, the city, listen, the cynic, the cynic can point to – that the Jets' last two wins against uh, against flawed Pittsburgh and against third-string QB Miami, but man, you know I, it was definitely a prove it that you're that you're for real and not a fun little blip 
uh, in, on the regular season slate there. But Zach Wilson is good. That roster is pretty good. It's not all the way there yet, but the roster is good. The question coming into the season and the reason I backed off the Jets was Zach Wilson has a bum knee and are we 100% that he's definitely going to be good anyway? He's looked good if you're watching him. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense has it. The only reason you lay the seven here is because like, yeah, come on. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's come on against the Jets. What are we talking about here? Like the last couple of weeks say, take the Jets here. So I'll take the Jets. I know it's probably a foolish pick. I, I imagine I'm saying it's a foolish pick taking the Packers over the Jets. Well, but with everything that's in front of us, it, it might be. to feel better. LaFleur um, uh, is 10 and 0 against yeah. the spread after a loss. And yeah, me oh, and Dave just okay. took like this is one on Monday. We'll be sitting back <laughs> thinking we really took the Jets against Aaron Rodgers yeah. as a home favorite. Yeah, what am I kicking myself? You guys took the Jets. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> That's what we should be focused they're on. They're loaded up with playmakers, the Jets on offense. They really are. I know their I know. offensive line is a question, but I mean, they, you know, if you have a guy with, with that kind of whip in Zach Wilson and those playmakers, that's a, a scary team and not just this season. Well, and they're certainly um, uh, capable of pulling off a backdoor cover, too, if the spread seven. They're down 13 late. But uh, and as Martin indicated, these off the London games are tight, typically. Now, here's the thing. I'm asking for trouble picking both teams returning for London, but I don't care. Giants plus six over Baltimore. The uh, the over-under is 45. Giants are home. I don't know. Dable might be the only competent coach in the league. He's plus 550 to win coach of the year. Sirianni plus 125. John Harbaugh, incidentally, 40 to 1. I keep waiting for the shoe to drop with the Giants, too. It actually did drop with Saquon. Didn't he go to the sideline and, and put his shoe back on? Yeah. Am I, no, no, that was uh, Josh Jacobs. I'm sorry. No, Saquon yeah, left the I'm game and he came right back. back. He left for a shoulder injury. With his shoe? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Now, someone's shoe actually came off. It was Josh Jacobs. I mixed up a game. But he has almost 700 total yards. I think he's going to keep this close. Giants 4-1 and one against the spread this year. 8-3 and three in their last 11 in October. I like it low. Shaq, 19-17. Taking the G-Men. I am with you on the under. I definitely am with you there. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm very nervous about doing it. The light, though, you can see it at the end of the tunnel for the Ravens defense because pass rush is where they've been deficient and they're based around being able to heat up the QB. Um, You know, Marcus Williams being down, that's that's a legit absence but i do think as they're starting to get closer to that i but the thing to watch is the fascinating matchup is Dayball versus lamar jackson i think he will be able to slow him down hmm. i think the other side is that the ravens defense is starting to emerge a little bit and that'll be enough to slow down uh dimes and company all right listen i, I i'm with you i picked the ravens to win that division i keep waiting for them to pull away i thought they'd win by you know, double digits against the Bengals, and then they just keep leaving these games up to chance. Like at the it's end, because like, they don't have a defense, but now they're yeah. they're about to. They're as a, right. they have all those options now, just now starting to get right, and uh, th- that are going to be returning. That'll be a, obviously a major factor for them. Which, which way are you going, Martin? It's, it's really two ways to look at it. You got. I love Wink Martindale's I know. chain. I'm asking you which way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of every game. I'll right? you a third option. Well, yeah, okay. I'll find the third and fourth if you give me enough time. Uh, no, but the Wink Martindale and his Cuban link chain uh, and his blitzing defenses versus Lamar Jackson. Right, you figure somebody's going to have to come, and who's going to get the best of that moment? I'm going to go ahead and go. You know, with the, I'm going to go with the player. I'm going to take Lamar. The Giants, again, off that emotional win. You saw how Dayball was all hype coming off. But I do think that's a little – we might be a little too high on the Giants right now. I get their 4-1. and one, But, you know, they're a couple bounces away from, a, you know, a solid 2-3, and 3-2 three, three and two record, and we're not thinking of the Giants. Like some people are having oh. them as one of the best teams in the NFC. And I don't think that oh. – it's somewhere in the middle. Like this water is going to find its level. And, you know, Ravens have been really good. It gave two games away. So uh, I'm going wow. to Baltimore here. Spaghetti, I might like – I definitely like your team more than these two. I might like it more than even you, your team. 
I kind of like the I like the Giants in this game a lot. I mean, if they were going to lose a game, it was supposed to be last week, missing a lot of players. They're getting back Leonard Williams. They're getting back Dory Jackson. They're getting back Wondell Robinson. So they're getting back these major pieces they need. Um, the Ravens are pretty one-dimensional. You know, they're going to run the ball, and the Giants are good at stopping the pass, so they could – you know, focus all their attention on stopping Lamar and the rushing attack. I do think Mark Andrews is a huge threat, but I, I think they do a good job with Xavier McKinney kind of spying him. And, uh, you know, Daniel Jones is not turning the ball over. And I think, you know, if it's six, five and a half, whatever the spread is right now, I think they can keep it within that at home. He'll be fired up. And I think this is a game the Giants could definitely cover, um, if not win. All right. So Spaghetti portrays me as like, a, oh, he's a giant hater. He can't, I can't see clear. I pick the Giants almost every week here. I, I, I'll have money on them. You know, I'm fair. I don't go, I don't just uh, mix it up. I have the Penguins to not make the playoffs. That's a sound. Well, that's pick. crazy. But they, they, <laughs> I mean, there's 17 years of evidence that uh, that says you're loco, but uh, on the Penguins pick. But you you do you. Put your money where you want to put you. your money, friend. And then okay. we'll revisit in the spring how, how well right. that worked out for you. But all right. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't think it's, a, it would be crazy for the gents to win this game. It really though is like, if we know this, then Wink Martindale knows that Lamar Jackson has performed best among all QBs against the blitz. So he's probably going to change what he does. And that, I, I, I think it's super interesting, uh, objectively of who's going to win that Lamar versus his old coaches and who knows what about whom. Well, listen, what, what it's as two ways case, you can look what, at it really. <laughs> As is the case with all these middling quarterbacks, whether it's uh, Cooper Rush or Daniel Jones, the one thing Martin and I talked about is, uh, and Sheck, I think you were there for it, it was about 12 minutes ago. We <laughs> talked about how if the team gets down early, can they rebound? And Daniel Jones, if nothing else, proved that against the Packers. Legitimate defense came right back. So um, I kind of think he could do it again against Baltimore. So I'm not worried uh, where I will be at worried if they're down 10, nothing, but not as much as uh, if Cooper rush is in that spot against the Eagles. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll go over a couple more games and then uh, baseball and college football. Now let's talk about the play of the week, the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, the Browns are home for the Patriots. Two and a half point favorite. Brownies, 43 and a half is the overall. I went back and forth with this one like 13 times because I actually think the biggest mismatch in this game is the coaching. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the Lions, whose offense seemed to be thriving, came into Foxborough and got bullied by Belichick's defense but I think the other way the Browns defense this week is going to force Bailey Zappi to throw and you know their top 10 in interceptions or top 10 in sacks their third in completion percentage allowed I think this is a problem for the Patriots and ultimately I feel like they're going to pull it out maybe a Cade York resurgence here New England uh, is different away from Foxborough one four and one against the spread in their last six road games 23-14 Martin Browns win uh I'm going to go – I'll take the better coach here. I'll go with Belichick. Even – the does concern me is uh, I believe it was Harris that is out for the Patriots with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. So if they've had both of those guys, Stevenson and Harris, back there pounding the rock, I'd feel way better about it, especially with, you said, like you said, third-string quarterback. But I, I think that Belichick and that off, they'll be able to scheme it up offensively to where Bailey Zappi's not going to get exposed. If they can control the ball – then I feel good about it. And plus, Kevin's defense, I mean, he, he's not 
I'm, he's not a good coach. Like, I'm, like if you just look back at that that Chargers Browns game from last week, there's several moments yeah. that Kevin Stefanski could have been the meathead if Brandon Staley hadn't gone for it at that moment. I think Ooh. he's uh, it was eight and sixteen against the spread as a favorite. So I'll go ahead and I'll take. You don't want to? Wow. Give, give me Billy. I'll go Billy Belichick. Check. Would you do this trade? The sports guy's all over me. Martin brought up Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, stand, you know, breakout back for the Patriots. Uh, Simmons, big Patriots fan, obviously wants him from me. I'm loaded at receivers. He's offering me Alan Lazard, and he's 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 bummed out. I won't take it. Well, people should know that a valuable running back is more valuable than a valuable receiver, right? Plus, I don't want him to be happy. <laughs> You wouldn't take that, would you? You're asking me? I mean, fantasy is for nerds. I don't engage in that. Go call. Uh, oh, I forgot. Flo, I'm sorry. Flo's best friend. Maybe, maybe he'll have some about insight that. for you. Okay. Wow. Go ahead. I, Screw. I, I, I actually completely forgot you weren't in the league for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> is right. it that like league, too? It's that league? You're asking me about that league? <laughs> I mean, it's the the hell where's your no, Where's your, your honor, sir? <laughs> right. You're taking the um, Patriots. I know you are. I, I mean, I, I do think Devontae Smith for Ramondre Stevens. Mm-hmm. I think I would probably do that depending on what I needed. But um, mm. I'm taking the Patriots, and I think this really does. Like I told you a week ago, at some point, Jacoby Brissett is revealed as being Jacoby Brissett. I think the Chargers kind of did that to him. Um and the Patriots defense pitched a shutout last week against a good offense. So, I mean, in a game in which you could see five total passes thrown between the two QBs, wow. both going to try and grind you on the ground. I get it. Damian Harris is a major absence. But, you know, Belichick, he's doing it again, isn't he? He's doing mm. it again. It doesn't yeah. look good. You think, like, oh, they're not good. And, well, the the, the blooms off that 20-year rose and everything else. but. Now they will they, not you know, go not away. Terrible. Yeah, they won't go away. And uh, all right, so Cincinnati, New Orleans. Let's do this, Martin. I, I, your team for the last, I don't know how many years, but we talked about this on Thursday. We don't know who's playing ever. If you have five main contributors, four of them are iffy for Sunday. <laughs> Bengals are favored on the road. One and a half, 43 is the over-under at New Orleans. And Andy Dalton, revenge game, I guess, right? Against his old team. Check, by the way. Did we talk about this? Cowboys have had three redheaded quarterbacks. My buddy Joey brought this up to me. Is that oh. number one by um, by two? Right, Cooper That's Rush. Crazy. Andy I was I, Jason I was Garrett. struck by that 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 they that the number of redheads and and the lack of them. We got them all. Wow. Are there have there been more lefties or redheaded QBs? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm ta- but talk about. Red, which is really like orange. Give me the team that has the orange lefties. on their head. It's the Cincinnati Bungles. Yeah, Dude, there aren't that many, really. It's funny if you they, they did a piece. It's probably of if it's five though. If it's five, you got them beat though. You're going Bengals. Bang! I've I been mean, talking about a game for a talented team that, like, really, you're starting to. It's starting to get away from you if you're the Bungles and you lose this one. So um, I, I think Cincy is incented to go down there and get right. This is a pretty good spot, as banged up as the Saints are. I don't know. Martin, Jameis Winston's limited. You know, th- Thursday a.m. trying to pick this game is tough. I think he'll start. Not sure about Alave coming off a concussion or Landry. Michael Thomas is expected to play. I, actually, I'm, I'm going. I mean, this is a second straight road game for the Bengals. I'm going with the Saints. They have 10 sacks. Woo! I think Cam Jordan and Demario Davis put Burrow down. Still haven't figured out that offensive line. 26, Go Saints! 21. Go Pats! Saints, Martin. Here we go. go. That's my pick. Go Giants. Let's get back into this thing, Yins. Okay, so the thing here is you have a battle of the who dat and who day. Because if you notice, Bengals fans say who they say going to beat them Bengals, which makes no sense at all. It's obviously just a a blatant bastardization of who dat say they're going to beat them Bengals, which makes perfect sense if you ever met anybody from Louisiana. Because that is exactly how, especially New Orleans, because generally that'll be how the question is phrased. I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, going with the Saints here. I think Cam Jordan has a big game. The Saints defense is still good. Offensively, God, you know, pray before you go to the Superdome on Sunday because you're going to need all the help we can get. You know, we got Taysom Hill playing Wildcat quarterback against Joe Burrow, who we know is Saints fans, uh, all of our LSU fans. You see what that guy could do. 
But ultimately, the five guys mm-hmm. in front of him won't be able to keep him upright. Cam Jordan eats, and the Saints win. I forgot about that LSU thing. You think he has extra fans there? No. You'll be oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, they, I, you know what, though? Marty is right. Marty is correct, though. Disgraceful stuff, Cincinnati. Queen City stealing somebody else's cheer. I don't know if it's the Dolphins or the Oilers, like, because we're the Houston Oilers, or because we're the Miami Dolphins. Somebody stole somebody else's song, and shame on you. Listen, as a guy who the Mets were rolling like nobody else, and then everybody (laughs) started playing the Narco Horn song, and then it fell apart. Like, right around the same week, every college was playing it as a a, uh, hype song. Is uh, when I, I'm with you. Stop stealing songs. I um to me, it's not who that or who they. It's who playing. So, but I'm still gonna go <laughs> with the. I'm still gonna go with the Saints. Let's do our pup of the week. I'm cheating here, Martin. I don't call me out on it. I know how it goes. It's supposed to be plus one fifty or higher, but I'm taking the Dolphins at plus one forty eight. Oh, you and uh, you did it no, too. I'm just messing around. <laughs> oh, oh, you. Because of the two dollars, yeah. um, I mean, Sheck owes you three dollars. Skyward Thompson wasn't bad. I know his stats weren't great last week for just being thrown in there. Not terrible. Sixteen. I don't give him an A minus, but sixteen thirty three, one sixty six. But I saw some competent passes. Uh, a week to prepare against a Vikings team that's dying, dying to lose these games. They just are. And I think uh, Brandon Jones steps it up on defense. Melvin Ingram, pair of sacks each coming up on Sunday. Vikings 0-4 against the spread in the last four. We're not talking spread here, though. We're talking game pick on the field. Dolphins win. Martin, what's your pup? I, I love that play, by the way. I like, especially you to consider Mike McDaniel and the ability that the San Francisco 49ers have shown to win without their starting quarterback. Um, I think they, yeah. I think you're in good shape there. I'm really torn here. I'm trying to... Mm, I'm, I'm going you want between, me to go to Shaq? Do you want to think about it a little more? No, nah, I'm torn minute? between the Falcons and the Panthers. Like, I think that the Falcons' run game is really good, and the 49ers' defense is a lot out, even though I think that's a really great unit. And the dead cat bounce of the Panthers. Oh. I'm going with P.J. Walker, dog. Former Houston Roughneck, XFL wow. MVP. He's better than Baker Mayfield. We'll see it on Sunday. <laughs> and uh, – <laughs> and there's first, it's just the same logic as last week. The Rams, who are they to lay 10 and a half? This is going to be a way closer game. Panthers are going to have a shot to win it. All right. Well, all right. So if you keep a track, our, our pups are backing Skyward Thompson and PJ Walker <laughs> so far. Shaq, come on. Throw another My one. My heavens. My heavens. Uh, Go ahead. Just- you know what? When you change coaches, that's not, you know, maybe you do get a little boost from that. Well, not what only that, but they, they threatened to trade McCaffrey or didn't. It was, it's a weird week, but go ahead. Yeah, my what, what a that. mess there. By the way, you mentioned Vikings and Dolphins, and I must shout it out. That is one of two uh, prior Super Bowl head-to-heads being repeated uh, oh. here in week six, the the Giants and Ravens being the other one. Right. Um, Super Bowl eight, of course, Larry Zonka and, and company trucked Fran Tarkenton and the Purple People Eaters. Uh, I am going to go with an NFC tilt from the late 90s. Remember when the Niners and the Falcons toiled and the Falcons came out on top mm. and uh, that preceded their victory against the aforementioned Vikings in the title game. They went on to the Super Bowl loss to the Broncos. Falcons are going to do it again. They're going to beat the Niners here. They're play the, the Niners, like we keep talking about, they're playing games on the razor's edge because they're trying to dominate defensively. Right. Falcons are are in most of these games. They keep on covering. I think they get over the hump here. Plus five and ninety six, I think. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Okay. That's respectable. So we all right. So that's that's the best quarterback we have we're looking at here. Mariota, uh Skyward Thompson, <laughs> PJ Walker. Five and oh against the spread the Falcons are. Yeah, we I we picked against Check. We both picked against the Niners last week, right? Did we both have Carolina? Or was that? Just oh, we both of you guys yeah, did. Right. No, we so both doing did. it again. We both. Did. We both yeah, did. I was both, incensed. All right, and, uh, oh. and Martin had Atlanta. Um, we could talk baseball, but the Mets are out of it. So why? we're in a weird spot here because Seattle and Houston are playing before this pod post. The Yankees are postponed. I like the Guardians in Game Two, but um, so but like I said, the Mets are out. Let's spend the last minute or so. Three big college games: Shaq, Penn State at Michigan. Michigan's a seven-point favorite, 50-and-a-half the over-under. Alabama laying seven at Tennessee. Wow, 65-and-a-half. And USC, Utah, Utah's home, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Which one do you like uh, best out of those? 
Out of those three games, I like Michigan. Is it it's still a touchdown, did you say, yep. or six and still a half? Seven. It went to seven uh, on Caesars, yeah. I, you know, I liked it better at six and a half, obviously, but I still like the Wolverines against Penn State. Jimmy Franklin has a habit in big spots like this. He's going to stumble somewhere along the way. I like uh, I like the Wolverines after I to me, as somebody who sat there and watched the, the full three hours of the Indiana Hoosiers getting wet when mm-hmm. there were other good games on. But I'm loyal, if nothing else. I sat there and watched my team get hammered in the second half. Yeah, but they the, were the, in it. They were in it. For I know they were. That's, but that's why I would take the points here. I think we yeah. see that's, what, that's, see, yeah. that's why I'm playing 4D chess out. You oh, see, wow. Michigan okay. knew like they have. Come on. We don't need our best effort to to truck this team. And then they almost yeah. got God, or at least at halftime, they had to be a little spooked. Then they turned it on and you saw right. what they're made of. Like, hey, Harbaugh, I must have said in the locker room, like, hey, that game next week ain't going to mean jive if you lose to this collection of bums. And so mm-hmm. they turned it on. I, they, I, I, I think this is the big spot that they've been building up to the last couple of weeks. I think, I think they take care of business at home. All right, Martin, is your team. You feel confident in laying that big seven against Penn State? I do, uh, I, especially if Michigan can run the ball the way they've been running the ball. Blake Horm has been, I mean, he's been really, really impressive this year. If they can continue to do that mm-hmm. and just limit J.J. McCarthy, I don't think he's a guy who ultimately will need to be limited as the season progresses. But as he's getting his feet under him, and especially in a game like this, it's like if they can run the ball, I feel good about their chances to cover. That's All what right. core. That's what tells the tale of what I'm getting at there. Like they, Corum wasn't getting his usual uh, amount of touches mm-hmm. in the first half. They're like, well, we're not going to waste him now. We got we got Penn State next week, but then they uh, had to use him more. And then Alabama, Tennessee, boy, they're begging you to take Tennessee here. Tennessee's been playing great. They destroyed LSU. Didn't have a chance. And Alabama, Bryce Young's on a pitch count, and yet Alabama lane seven because they're Alabama. I'm not. I'm not biting. I'm not biting with Tennessee. I'm going to take uh alabama there and uh but my best is utah over usc cameron rising is going to tear up this he's very precise they they got beat up by ucla just big plays running against them but uh number one utah is pac-12 defensively against the pass averaging 179 yards a game caleb williams gonna have trouble moving the ball and then watch this tavian thompson who's great last year slow start this season then over five yards to carry against ucla 37 24 Give me uh, Utah. That's mm. my best. Check. Uh, minus three with Hench. That goes down today. That's right. We're, we're going to spin in just a little while there. We'll get his uh, pro football thoughts and mm-hmm. beyond. He's He's got a lot of them as it happens. I, I have, I'm right. on a text chain to prove it. Oh, <laughs> he's crazy. He talks to himself on like 15 text chains is the best. Martin, lemon pepper parlay. Uh, good job by you and Will Blackman breaking down the uh, roughing passer stuff and uh, the games coming up this weekend. Right? You know, I, I, and speaking of the games coming up this weekend, I got a, I got another a bonus lemon pepper parlay for you all. Five to one, it pays sure. out just about the Falcons on the money line and the Seahawks on the money line. I, I'm play, I mean, I'm playing that. I, if I was, if I was like you, Sal, and I didn't, you know, follow the rules and I picked a pup, just any underdog to beat my pup, Seattle would have been I owe you two bucks. All right, I'll take a three to one next week. I'll I'll uh, I'll make up for it. But uh, all right, so there's your uh, le- another. Bonus it's a great day for hockey. Let's go Pens. Let's uh, let's go Pens. Listen against all odds. We had our uh, NHL preview earlier in the week. We're going to have the Thursday night game tonight. We will preview that. Uh, Spotify Live will be on in the fourth quarter of this miserable Chicago Washington game. We'll get we'll all get through this together. Um, Go to extrapoints.com slash arcade for the pick'em and the prop quiz um, the contest. Yeah, I made it through. It was a rough hour for me uh, to start off, but I think I got through it with dignity. There you go. Uh, reminded everyone out there may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. 